In our last episode, the party continued exploring the second floor of the living castle. They took some much-needed downtime to find new clothes, bathe, give themselves haircuts, and read some steamy love letters. Our adventurers today are Kieran, who plays Waylon the Barbarian. Yeah. Max, who plays Palaestra the Monk. It's nice to help people. Duh. Theron, who plays Day the Druid. I was just going to say I saunter in, but I can tread lightly. And our DM, Hazel. Palaestra is waiting for the magic. What are you two doing? Welcome, fellow travelers, to Legends of Chell. What's your breakfast? <laughs> Dry rations? <laughs> or good berries? Probably just good berries. It's time to, yeah, time to prepare fucking good berry, I guess. Oh, whatever. Although it would be cool if we found a kitchen up here. Or a bar. I don't think that there would be... I mean, we could have roasted good berries, like... <laughs> we could find meat, probably. You can summon animals, right? <laughs> yeah, but when they die, they disappear. Wow, I think Pala- I think uh, Palestra is taken aback that that was your response and not "Don't kill my animals." <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's just like you get used to it. Yeah. All right. Also, uh, we've thought of it before. We've been hungry. Yep. Oh. <laughs> huh. Yeah. It. Uh, it's been rough. So everybody gets a berry, and you are nourished for the day. Woo. Thanks. You're welcome. Question for Hazel, which this is kind of meta, <laughs> but it's I think it's something that I as a player need to know, even though Palestra won't know. Mm-hmm. That long rest, is it a new day? It is a new day. All right. I just need to know if I, my magic items reset. Okay. Because uh, I believe they both reset at each dawn. Mm-hmm. Ah. Okie doke. So uh, do we want to try investigating... Eight, nine, and ten now? Yeah, let's do that. Do we want to each take one, or do we want to do one at a time? I was going to ask the same <laughs> uh, question. I don't know. Ooh. What if we all, like, peek in? I don't know. Well, let's just be reckless. I mean, nothing came out of them all night. Okay. Fuck it. Yeah, kick down true. the door. <laughs> all right. Well, I, mean, I wasn't going to kick it down. I'm going to kick yeah. mine down. <laughs> <laughs> Look like at both of you, like, what the hell is... Okay, I just open my door and walk in like a human, like a, like a human, right? Yes, like a do my best impersonation person. of a human. <laughs> okay, um, we will start with room eight and work to work room ten. So, okay. all right, um, Waylon, you kick down your door and enter room eight. Inside, you see a small toddler bed, uh, a changing table, and a toy box. It looks like it is a nursery or. Oh. Uh, toddler's room or something oh now i feel rude Aww, <laughs> i hope my room has a toy box i want to fidget spinner. i'll sift through the 
toy box or look around for anything that might have been a valuable. Okay, there's nothing in here. Yeah, come back in the hallway. Nothing. We'll actually do room 10 next because room 9 has stuff in it. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> room 10 where Palestra is. Oh. Palestra just walks in and finds himself in a bedroom. Um, this room also has themselves. No- yes. Sorry, it sounded like you said him. I think I said them, but I might have messed oh, up. My bad. No I problem. mean, sometimes on microphone, like if you don't catch that first syllable, you just get the I am. It's kind of. Yeah. Or the EM. It's yeah. good, to, good to be on top of it anyway. Yeah. 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 Because I I know I have not been great at paying attention. <laughs> yeah, it is. I don't I don't mind you at all. You correct yeah. me. Um, okay. So you enter room ten and you find yourself because mm-hmm. that's the the <laughs> direction I went that time. I guess um, in a bedroom. Um, Wait, they, they they find they find themselves in there like they have yes. a spiritual awakening. <laughs> <laughs> I did say themselves, didn't I? <laughs> There's nothing in this room. There is a doorway <laughs> oh. uh, leading into somewhere hmm. across from you. There's there's not like a dresser or anything. Uh, there is, but there's nothing in it. Ah, uh, nothing under the bed. Nope, nothing Just in here. Just the usual so monsters. And got uh, so I feel like I have not been finding much treasure wise. But in the All end, right. <laughs> all right, I'm done now. <laughs> Stick my head out and look at Wayla and be like, ah, there's nothing in mine either. And I appreciate your reference. I just didn't have any anything to say about it. It's fine. It doesn't even well, matter. You... Day, how about you? Oh. No. And yeah, that's right. It doesn't even matter no. in the end. No. Uh. Uh, I hope there's a monster in here and it eats me. That's fair. Okay, what's in nine? Well, I was going to tell Palestra that if they wanted to find some treasure, that two was never fully explored, and I said that there was a chest on top of the dresser. Oh, shit. Um, right, 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 right. So yeah, yeah. There, there is that. You kick open this door. Bam. It's a bedroom. <laughs> uh, in the center of the bedroom is a black tar-like mass Uh-oh. that is uh, vaguely humanoid looking. Oh no, oh. I don't like that. They look like they are wearing a dress, but they don't have a head, and they don't have arms. Oh, it's probably the Varkwil's body? Right? There uh, was a girl? Yeah, something like that. Something like <laughs> that. Okay, so no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I poke it. I have a ten-foot pole. I poke it with that. I'm just trying to figure out if this thing's going to attack you at all. After I poke it with a 10-foot pole? I would attack yeah. me. Yeah, that's pretty rude. <laughs> yeah, as you poke it up poke where it the neck of the body would be, you see, like, this little white ball start to form on the top of its where its neck would be. So you poke it, and that happens, and then it... Doesn't make any noise other than the sound of its goopy mass as it moves five feet towards you. Okay. So if you poked it with a ten foot pole, you're still five feet away, or you know, a distance away from it. Okay. There's a square between you. Okay. I lean my head out the door and I say, "I found a monster. Did you find anything?" <laughs> nope. No. Okay. Let's fight this monster then. All right. So we will roll initiative. That's that's the one I was looking for. Bum. Bum, bum. 13. 9. 11. Ooh, Wayland's last again. <laughs> Just like Stranger Things. Oh, I'm in the middle again. I rolled here, so it rolled a 9, and it has a negative 1, so its initiative is 8. So, it is last. I'm going to write an initiative thing so that we don't keep fucking up. 
So, um, Day, it's your turn first, which makes sense because you're already in this room. Right. I'm going to thunder wave it. <laughs> All right. You just like using that spell. It's a good spell. It is. Um, Except for when you roll that damage. A, yeah, it's a shitty damage, but uh, it needs to make a constitution save. It rolled a nine, so I assume that's a failure. Yeah, that's a failure. <laughs> mm. uh, so it takes it takes four, four thunder damage, and it gets blasted back against the back wall. Splort. Cool. Splort. <laughs> ah, gross. <laughs> All right. It'd be Palacia's turn. Yep. All right. Palacia's going to look around for an improvised weapon because they do not want to touch this thing. Is there anything that could be used? <laughs> I mean, Day has four spears on her back. Give me an investigation check. Alrighty. And it doesn't have to be at disadvantage. That's so nice. 18! Yeah, this room is pretty well, pretty well trashed. You just see the leg of the bed that's broken off sitting on the ground over there. Okay. So I'll pick that up and move. Alright, and last time we determined that it was... uh, like a strength minus proficiency. Plus proficiency, not minus. Oh, plus? Okay. <laughs> yeah, r- oh, right, because I'm now I am proficient in improvised weapons. That's why I use them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's going to be a total of eight, which I'm guessing doesn't eight hit. Eight does not hit, no. <laughs> None of my monk stuff really helps because I would have to touch it. They will take another swing. I will take another swing, whichever. And that's going to be a 13. A 13 will hit. And for damage, we were going to treat it as a club, if I remember correctly. I would give it the same as what your monk hits are, if it's if it's oh, like right. a d6 or whatever, because a d4 it sucks. And nine. All right, nine damage. Yep. Ooh, should I light this thing on? Should I light the improvised weapon on fire? Mm. Would that do more damage. <laughs> Sorry, probably should not let me start having these thoughts. <laughs> It'll lead us down a path uh, to burning the castle let's down. Let's see that on your next turn if it's still alive. <laughs> that, I'm not going to attempt to grapple it, so... <laughs> uh, I guess that's it for me. Alright, so... That makes it Wayland's turn. That makes it Wayland's turn. Alright, let's go whale on this thing. Reckless. Uh, does a 22 hit? <laughs> 22 will hit. Ew, six damage. Wow. A second attack. Pretty sure 24 will hit. 11 yes. slashing damage. So a total of 17 slashing damage. All right. You slice your scythe through its tar-like body, cutting a few um, lines into it, which um, start to cover up as its body flows back over uh, those lines. Okay. And so that brings it to its turn. And uh, you see the um, white orb on the top of his neck grow a little bit bigger. And then since Waylon is right there, it is going to attack. With advantage. With advantage. Thank you very much for reminding me. <laughs> so it is going to punch um, Waylon. That's a natural 20. Oh, jeez. Wait, where? Are you hiding your rolls? I can... I can roll them on roll 20 if you want, but I don't have, like, a sheet for this thing. Okay. No, that's fine. I thought that I heard a little noise that I was confused. So that is uh, six points of damage, and it is going to punch you again. That is a 21 to hit. Yep. And that is eight points of damage. And that is its turn. So that brings us back around to day. Okay. I'm going to produce a flame in my hand and throw it. Uh, Does a 23 hit it? 
23 does hit. Okay, it's going to take 13 fire damage. Ooh. Ooh, a good one. <laughs> Sorry, I just... When you said fire damage, my brain, I went, burning. Mm. <laughs> and then I just heard... <laughs> <laughs> Understandable. I don't listen to that show, but uh, I got it anyway for some I have reason. No idea what you're talking about. <laughs> There's a show called Magic Folk that I've been catching up on. Ah. One of the characters' names is Burnin. <laughs> and they burn. In lots of ways. Yes. I didn't know that. I just assumed it was a name. Cool. Uh, so your fire goes out and hits the big tarry monster thing <laughs> and does 13 points of damage. Mm-hmm. All right. Nothing special? Will... It doesn't Nothing like special. do bad things or good things? No. Cool. That will bring us back to Palestra. Okay, so it has something like growing out of it? It does. Okay, I feel like I missed that when it first got mentioned and then I caught it the second time it came up. <laughs> yeah, it's a little white. Uh, it sounds like it has a skull coming out of it. Yeah. To me. Okay. So I don't know if we want to count this as an attack, but Palestra's gonna try to use the bedpost to like push it back in, <laughs> 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 or smack it back in, whichever one works better mechanically. Okay. Yeah. Um, go ahead and make an attack. We'll see how it does. All right. Sixteen. That will hit. Uh, go ahead and roll nice. your damage. Okay. Jesus. That's a nice. nine. And also, since I did hit, I'm going to spend one key point to make that a stunning strike. Mm. Nice. And uh, so it has to make a constitution saving throw. Okay. Let's give this a try. That fails. Uh, DC's 14. All right. Okay. So it fails and it is stunned? Yes. Okay. Uh, until the end of my next turn. Okay. So same as the Varquils. <laughs> yes. Nice. Okay. That brings us to Wayland then. All right. Let's uh, smack it. Uh, was that just one attack from Palestra? That was my first attack, actually. Yes. Yeah. So you have you have more you can do, and the rest of them are advantage since it. They are failed. Yeah. Yep. Do 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 do. I am going to. Hit it again with my improvised weapon. I think I have done this correctly and made a thing for it. Yay. All right, 15. That hits. And that's five bludgeoning. All right. Of course, I may have to change this at some point if I improvise a better weapon. Probably. <laughs> what if I just started adding stuff to this bed post and it became like, <laughs> Use signature weapon. really like gnarly like... Impro- like, but at some point it has to stop being an improvised weapon, I mean, though, hey, it's right? It's just like, another notch in your bed. At some post. point, you've you've just, it's just <laughs> shut up. <laughs> it's just it like, a line of song. At some point, my point, my my point was that at some point it stops being improvised and it just becomes you made a club or you like yeah. you made a spiked club. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think that as soon as you use it in more than one fight, it is no longer improvised. <laughs> Okay, so that was uh, your two actions. Um, you could do a bonus yeah. action, but I think you'd have to do a kick or a punch or something. Because um, well, yeah, I, my all of my options would be hand to hand. They would either be spending a key point for uh, flurry of blows, or just the regular unarmed bonus action, or grappling. So not doing any of those because I still do not like the idea of touching this thing. 
my question is, did it work? Did I push the skull thingy back into it? <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You did push it in a little bit, <laughs> yes. Good. I'm glad. I just, whack, whack, and like on the second one, it really went back in there. All right, cool. It's still stunned then. Yes, nope. and it is Wayland's turn. All right, Wayland's gonna start wailing on it. Nice. And you can only use the Wayland Wayland joke like once in a in a session. Yeah, please. honestly, the first time it wasn't even on purpose. Uh, so a twenty-four hits. Yeah. The, these okay. aren't reckless because it's stunned. And second attack. Ooh, natural twenty. Nice. Nice. Thank God for advantage because the other one was a natural one. Uh, oh. Um, I don't know if if you guys uh, how you guys do critical hits, but I would just say make sure you look at the math because sometimes I don't like the way roll twenty does critical uh, hits. It feels like it it doesn't really feel critical. But. Did it right? It did it right? Uh, no, I guess yeah. It's just I don't know. There's times where I feel like people get critical hits on roll twenty, and it's like less than a non critical. Oh yeah, sometimes, but it's just rolling the that dice twice. Luck, luck based, yeah. So yeah, 19 points of damage with the second attack. Nice. So a total of 30. Nice. Not even raging. (laughs) (laughs) This thing is looking really rough. And it would be its turn, but it's stunned. Uh, So it's Day's turn. Okay, I'm going to throw more fire at it. Uh, Does does an 11 hit? 11 does not hit. Does advantage. It's stunned. Oh, I have advantage? Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Does an 11 hit? (laughs) Oh, it is 11-11. Make a wish. Your flame uh, goes wide. You're trying not to hit Palestra or Waylon, who are standing right next to it, and that throws off your aim a bit, I think. Okay, anything else from you? Nope, I am good. I I really can't do anything else, so. Okay, that will bring us to Palestra then. How is this thing looking? Is it looking like we're actually making a difference? Yeah, it's looking pretty rough. Okay, cool. Then I'm going to go straight in for another improvised weapon attack. That will oh, hit. right. I, it's the end of my turn. All right. Well, hits either way. That's five bludgeoning. And, and that is enough. Oh, nice. Would you like to describe how you kill the tar monster with your bedpost? <laughs> I, I raise the bedpost up right over my head. And it's kind of like, like they actually uh, cl- like close one eye and kind of stick out their tongue a little bit. And then, like, the tongue, actually, because it's, like, a cow tongue, it's real long, it goes up, and it, like, adjusts their septum piercing a little <laughs> bit. And then uh, Palacio swings down with this bedpost and, like, shoves the skull or whatever it is back in, and it just keeps going and going all the way through and just, like, cleaves it in half vertically. Nice. And then they look at this bedpost covered in this weird tar stuff, and they go, ew, and throw it away. <laughs> ew, Gross. All right, so you defeat the weird tar monster, and uh, that's it for that room. There's nothing else in there. Rip. All right. The bear wants to tell us good job. So there is uh, another doorway on the opposite side from where you're entered. Um, That's how all of the doors here are. And uh, there's a little hallway in between, and there should totally be, like, a door marker right here, but there isn't. But there should be well, narrow. Before hall. we do that, I'll turn to Dame. So, wasn't there a chest in that other room? Did you go through that? <laughs> uh, I don't. I was distracted. 
Uh, there might have been. It was otherwise very similar to the first room. Uh, we can go look. I, I feel like we should uh, go check that out. All right. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, Waylon found it. <laughs> All right. Uh, I will go pop open that other chest. Is it right. there? I want to look for more clothes. The dresser here is filled with um, more feminine clothes. Oh. Dresses and things. But you are not having any luck finding anything that's really wearable. Uh, meanwhile, Wayland's playing with the chest over there, and he just just can't manage to pop this one open. He's no. Hmm. I would like to try again. <laughs> yeah, if you're just going to try again, you'll eventually pop that open. So. Yeah. Fourteen. You you managed to open up the chest, Yay. and there was much rejoicing. Oh, nice. If he, if he couldn't do it that time, I was going <laughs> to offer it. <laughs> Inside, you find a large red gemstone. Second. There is a coin purse with 25 gold pieces in it. Um, and I, Sorry. Hmm? You can finish and then I'll ask. Huh. And there are several more letters from someone named Tierra to Lady Wintersun. Day, like, smacks yourself in the forehead. <laughs> <laughs> I could have read Lady Letters? Okay, um, can I look at the gems, um, see what they are? The, you can. The blue ones from yesterday and the red ones from today? Do you want a nature or something intelligency or what? Um, nature would be good. I will also point out that you have a jeweler's monocle. I, yes. I do. You might not have it, but there is a jeweler's monocle in your party. Does that give advantage? Yeah. Well, it's for magic stuff, right? Well, like, I think it can identify mean... once a day, right? Is that what it is? I'll, I'll pull it, it up. It can, yeah, I, it can identify like uh, like a magic object, I think. Oh, right. Like it tells tell you, you more the value, about it. but I don't, I don't give a fuck about the value. I want to know if they're sapphires or lapis or whatever right, for the blue ones, and if it's a ruby or... Uh, when looking through the monocle, you learn the value of any gem or coin you perceive through it. It also detects magical energies. Oh, so then that's passive, then we can just look at it and not use it up, right? Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, you can... And once you a day, can you can look cast at- identify with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, if you use the jeweler's monocle, um, you can see that the blue gemstones are worth 100 gold each. Um, the red one is worth 200 gold. And uh, Day did a nature of 10 to figure out like what kind of jewels they were. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think that unless there's something weird, 10 should be enough. But that's just me. Yeah. Um, I think 10 is good. Uh, what kind of jewels should they be? Uh, if How how big is it, the, this this red gem? You said it was it large. It's, it's large, so it's probably it's like, like a garnet or something. Well, if it's worth 200 gold, then yeah. If it's big and worth that much. Yeah. Okay. So that's probably a garnet. The others are smaller, and they're worth 100 each. Those could be sapphires. Yeah. We'll let those be sapphires. So you have a big garnet and two smaller sapphires. Can we uh, use the identify on the, the portable fork? Or are you just going to yes. let me fuck with that? That's fine with I me. I can. All right. I see. I can. Palestra is the keeper. I have it. <laughs> I'm glad you have such an eye There's for a, us. <laughs> there are other things yeah, to fair. identify. Um, so Palestra might not want to use it on something that they think is for you. Palestra has something... Of their own that they have that they might want to identify. Oh, they do. Um, do they? they also has something. I do. 
<laughs> yeah, you have like a you have like a box of hair dye, and Palestra oh, the... has that uh, musical rod. Mm-hmm. Okay. Does your hair dye have instructions that might tell us what it what it does? Does it? Day knows how to dye her hair. I might just use it <laughs> and see. Like I I don't care if something weird happens. And then Day has to play the rest of the game as an elephant. <laughs> that would be good. I would be more powerful. Hey, whoa, okay, whoa. Um, you're not but eating not like a spellcaster one. No. <laughs> <laughs> I would so um, be awful good. I'd just be an elephant. <laughs> the box. Yeah, sure. Had instructions on it, but they kind of faded away with time. You can see a picture of a person on the front, and their hair is just, like, dyed this rainbow of colors. Okay, um, can we... I forgot that I had that, so can we retcon that I did that when I took my shower last night? Sure. A day I just noticed. Did you do something <laughs> different with your hair? <laughs> I know it's been, like, six hours since we woke up, but... Actually, probably, I did just not. dye my hair, and somebody at work didn't notice for two days, so... There you go. Cool. Half of my head that- is green. They didn't notice. I think it's the only sit on one side of you. <laughs> <laughs> that happened when I dyed my hair too, but we wear hair nets. Yeah. So, so I think dyeing your hair would give you knowledge of what it does. I think so. So um, <laughs> here is your hair. Okay. This magical hair coloring kit dyes the user's hair into a luminous rainbow of colors. When your hair is dyed in this way, it sheds dim light within 20 feet. (laughs) As an action, you can cast prismatic spray in a 60-foot radius centered on yourself. You can do it 1d6 plus 1 times before the dye fades. If you have not used the dye to cast prismatic spray, you can cast prismatic wall once, after which the dye fades away. Is there no... Hmm. Is there no limit on that? Because I feel like saving it to cast prismatic wall in a real pinch is clutch probably hmm. no it just just lasts until you use it okay so cool if you want to save it up for prismatic wall you can if you want to use prismatic sprays because you need to you can do that okay does my hat cover up the glow <laughs> i forget what your hat even is uh, that I'm, it covers up the glow of the area covered by the hat so if i tuck my hair up into the hat it's good yep okay Okay, then I will identify my other item, my rod. Okay, I didn't make this one. (laughs) Then I won't, and I will save it. (laughs) Then you're feeling generous, right? (laughs) So are you identifying your rod, or are you identifying the forge for nothing? I guess if the the rod is is not written yet, then... uh, I I have it, it's just not something I made. But I have it written oh, down. Okay. Then I guess you're doing the rod. Oh yeah, then yeah, I'll still do it. Sorry, I guess I should read that yes. <laughs> out loud instead of just to myself. This hollow metal tube measures about one foot long and weighs one pound. You can strike it as an action, pointing it at an object within one hundred and twenty feet of you that can be opened, such as a door, lid, or lock. <laughs> The chime issues a clear tone, and one lock or latch on the object opens unless the sound can't reach the object. If no locks or latches remain, the object itself opens. The chime can be used ten times. After the tenth time, it cracks and becomes useless. Cool. All right. Tube of knock. Yeah, that's what I was 
<laughs> it is a chime of opening. I don't know why it puts it at the end of the last one and then does a new thing. It did that the prismatic spray too. Oh yeah, weird. Yeah, it like it has a word limit and then it makes a new one. So I made a new channel in Discord for magic items. That's smart. <laughs> nice. And I'll track down all the other shit we have some other time. So, is it just the uh, the forge that hasn't been identified yet? Yeah. I believe so. I could just cool. bite the bullet and fuck with it, but eh. You could. I'll do that later. Uh, I feel like we should explore as much as we can. What time is it? It's almost. Yes, yeah, almost eight. Do you guys want to stop and uh, go later? Do you want to play a little longer and explore another uh, room? One more room. Yeah, I think one more room. Okay. Okay, well, um... I can just go ahead and tell you <laughs> that there is nothing interesting in rooms 11, 12, 13, or 14. Oh, okay. So. They're just more bedrooms. Yeah, and the bathroom. Okay. All right, then we want to check uh, 18. Yeah. I was going to say 18 because it looks weird. The entrance looks all weird. So you open up the door to room 18. Um, this room has a desk with a ledger on it. Ooh. Some dried out ink and fountain pens, various other papers. I want a That's fountain pen. <laughs> I'm taking a fountain okay. pen. Being all dapper. All right, take a fountain pen. I have I have ink on me. I just have like a regular quill pen, but now I have a fancy pen, like a fancy person. <laughs> I want to look at, I, I want to, obviously I can't identify, but I want to look at the pen through the jeweler's monocle to make sure it's not like giving off some bad juju. <laughs> I see. Uh, the pin is not magical. How much cool. is it worth? <laughs> oh, yeah. How much is it worth? It's not a coin or a gem. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, comb through the documents in the study. If there's any useful history, see what maybe the cult was up to downstairs. All right. If you would like to make an uh, investigation check to find some papers in good condition, you may do that. Investigation. Double I got a I got a seventeen. Palestra and Waylon just like go over to the desk and they start going through papers and they're just falling <laughs> apart in their hands. And Day goes over and she like pushes them aside and opens up the right drawer. before Daylon's about to and, flip uh, the desk. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. And uh, pulls out a stack of papers. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So, looking through these, uh, what you can find out is that this home was run by the people who received the letters. Lady Winston. Winterston. Winterson? Winterson. I have Winterson. Yeah, Winterson. Lady Winterson and... Oh, Winterson, like the, the sun in the sky. Yeah. Okay. And Aramaeus. So, they were the people who lived here. And uh, Aramaeus was really into experimenting with magic stuff and was also like a big political figure in the area. Okay. Um, and the paintings that we saw were of them, right? Yes. All right. Yes, they were. And did they, did, they, did they have paintings of themselves in their rooms? No, they have paintings the of each other one? in their okay. rooms. Paintings of each other? Yeah. Strange. Oh, man. We should have looked behind those paintings. We still can. I'll write it down with my fancy new pen. Mm. But yeah, um, Aramaeus does not seem like they were a nice guy. Okay. 
And what about Lady Wintersun? Hmm. <laughs> if you don't have anything, I There's am. There's not much. Hmm? I am going to die in this this hot, steamy room. Okay. <laughs> so thank you for giving up the uh, air conditioned room. Oh, that's okay. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Legends of Chell is an Orc Zone production made possible through the support of our wonderful patrons. You can join them at patreon.com slash orczone and even gain access to bonus content, including patron-only behind-the-scenes channels of our Discord server. Even if you can't make a monthly donation, you can always still join the server to chat with the cast and fellow listeners. To learn more about the players, characters, and other Orc Zone shows, head to orczone.com or check us out on Twitter at The Orc Zone. 